Hi. What's your name? I am Miss Peppermint. <laughs> Everyone's favorite flavor. Girlfriends, I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, Her Majesty that already had her. Brought to you by World of Wonder, this podcast takes you through every new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And each week, I am joined by RuPaul's Drag Race Illuminati i.e. the queens <laughs> who made her street to talk about this new season and their own Drag Race experience. So thank you for listening. And warning, there's going to be what in this episode? Spoilers. Thank you. <laughs> and it's true, so consider yourself warned. And if you want to watch this week's episode or any of the Drag Race UK episodes, you can watch via WoW Prisons Plus. New episodes drop every Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. And now, having said that, I am joined today by an iconic star of RuPaul's Drag Race and Broadway and film and sitcoms, a New York City superstar and activist and all-around goddess, Peppermint. Hey! How are you? I am splendid. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for coming! Thank you for having me! So, Peppermint, how many of these UK queens do you know? I know two of them personally. Actually, two and a half, because I know the Vivian, mm -hmm. and I know Davina, who I met this week recently, mm -hmm. um, and I got a chance to see live and in person and actually hear the vocal stylings of Bag of Chips. Ooh, well, and so those are the only three ladies that I've met that I, that I recall meeting. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been a moment, you know, some dark bedroom somewhere. I don't know. Do you enjoy shows in the UK? Oh my gosh. Performing in the UK is probably one of my favorite places to perform. I mean, outside of New York. A, it's one of the places that you can travel to that's international. So you feel like it's international, but it also it's English as the first language. So that's great. And I just think that there's such an enthusiasm right now. It's yeah. undeniable. There's an enthusiasm right now for drag and for drag race. Uh -huh. And yeah. that's the place where I'm constantly touring and going is the UK. What's your favorite city? Um, well, my, the, my favorite city in in that area is actually not a part of the UK. It's Dublin. It's Ireland. It's not the UK, but you know, there's obviously a relationship there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's honestly my favorite city, but if I was going to move to the first international city that, that I probably would move to would be London. Right. Do you have any Irish in you? Oh my gosh, I had Irish in me for four years, <laughs> darling. My ex-boyfriend is from Northern Ireland, which is the UK. Oh, really? Yeah. County down in Newry. What was uh, his first name? Si I couldn't tell you that. What do you mean? <laughs> his first name was Simon. Did you forget? Or you were no, I know what his name was. I could tell you. I just thought it was like not right. Okay. I don't want to put him on blast, well, but... That's not bad. He's my ex. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite British food? My favorite British food. Okay. Nobody's going to know this except for people in Britain. So it doesn't matter. But if you go to England, you must get to a Sainsbury's or a uh, maybe a Marks and Spencer's. That's a grocery store and get you some goo. It's spelled G-U. Honey, you will come together. What is goo? It is basically ganache. It's like goo is a brand. Okay. It's a company that makes different types of desserts. But their number one, their main 
Crown Jewel is the chocolate ganache, and it's like just this beautiful, frothy pudding loveliness that you just want to rub all over your breasts and have a good time. It's so delicious, and and it makes you want to punch everyone in line <laughs> at the cash register. It's so good. Is it silky? It's quite silky. It's, there's no nutmeg in it, though. <laughs> It's chocolate. It's very chocolate. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm enchanted already. You, I gotta bring you some goo goo. Okay, well, <laughs> this is Goo Paul's Drag Race. <laughs> so we're just gonna dive into this episode. Okay, we got our top moments. We can agree, disagree. It's, it's like Parliament. We can, I object. We can yell across the table <laughs> yeah. at each other like in the House of Commons, House of Lords, <laughs> throwing papers. They are, but they're always like really polite. But I beg your pardon, and they throw yes. some papers. Well, the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're diving into this episode, okay. and it begins with some fallout from last week, which says mm. that Vivian was shaken because she was in the bottom. But it's more about like Davina feeling not appreciated. Yeah, she's like nobody's acknowledging me for all my talents. What did you think about that? Well, I mean, I think she's she's right. Uh-huh. I do think she's right. It's a little bit warranted because she kind of is a little bit of a quiet storm. Mm-hmm. First of all, I have to say she's so so entertaining. She's so talented, even in person. Uh, little Birdie tells me she might be working on some new music, and Ooh. a Little Birdie might have played a little bit of that music for me. Yeah, and it sounds fantastic. And so oh, she's good. she's a super talented person. But you wouldn't necessarily necessarily know it by how she how she carries herself when she comes in the room as opposed to someone like the Vivian I was saying this before her her confidence just exudes yeah it enters the room before she does and then you have this impeccable makeup skill and styling yeah. and yeah. fashion that's perfectly balanced you kind of believe anything yeah if, if Vivian said I can fly then we'd be like okay she can fly give her the badge you know <laughs> give her your room paint a badge give her a broom give her a badge she's gonna fly <laughs> We're going to chug through our little top five moments of this episode. And my number five is the BBC mini challenge. <laughs> what does BBC stand for? British Broadcasting Network, of course. What else could it stand for? I thought it stood for like Boy Bulge Carnival or like... Big Black... <laughs> You're talking about like poultry. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> a big black. <laughs> um, Boxers brief commando. And it's the one challenge there's always one every season mm-hmm. where more than several pit crew come prancing into the workroom. In their underwear. And this one was about guessing what they had underneath. But I was a little mad. Because the commando was real. It was not commando. It was not commando. They had to guess whether boys were wearing either boxers, brief, or commando. But the commando actually stood for camouflage pattern undies wah, wah, wah. But there were some big old bulges there were some say. lovely bulges in those underwear we call him big ben i almost want to think that they may be some of the largest consistently like you know hefty bulges we've seen yeah slow motion would have would have been fine i wouldn't mind some jumping jacks <laughs> cartwheels <laughs> And the winner is uh, Davina because she's just lucky and knows her underpants. Yeah, she knows her underpants. She got five right. And she wins a phone call with Katya. Which is awesome. Which is so sweet. Because then the next day she gets her Katya phone call. First of all, uh, just so everyone knows, when you're filming Drag Race and and you're fortunate enough to be a contestant on Drag Race, I think the word is out now, you are sequestered. So you don't have access to your phone or be able to speak to your mama or your best friend or anybody. And so to get a phone call, they could tell me Freddy Krueger wants to talk to you on the phone and I'd be like... Connect the call, honey. Let's go. And so to get a phone call from somebody who you know has already been through it, it's got to be such a a lifeline 
in a, in a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And as it turns out, she calls up Katya, and then what happens? And Katya's like, hello, and is knocks on the door and comes and sneaks in from behind. Katya was there all along. Yes. Yeah. But they seem to know each other, too, which is really sweet. And like, yeah, Katya's just kind of like, how you doing? Are you going through it? And she's like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she gave her some really good advice. Have you ever thought about taking antipsychotics? <laughs> you know, just imagine RuPaul as... RuPaul, RuPaul is like a co- co-worker? A co-worker or, or something. Uh, and, and Michelle's the intern. <laughs> yeah, she's like, they all work for you. They all work says. for you. Yeah, You're the star, darling. Right. Just says, yeah, imagine you're the star of the show. That actually is really good advice. Okay, so after the mini challenge, we get the, the, the breakdown of what the, the maxi challenge is going to be. It's number four. And they're going to be making commercials for what? For bottled water. <laughs> their own brand of bottled water. It's kind of a blank slate. You can kind of do anything yeah. with it. It is kind of like wide open. So they're making a commercial. they got to create a brand of water. What does this water do? Who's it for? Make a commercial. I and mean, this is like a drag race classic. It's like mm-hmm. make a commercial for something. Perfume, mm-hmm. makeup, filming on a green screen, making a sitcom. Mm-hmm. This, you know. So it is at least kind of classic in the vein of drag race Absolutely. challenges. Mm-hmm. Then Rue pops in for the water through and gives them all some coaching. Baga, Rue kind of throws a curveball. Yeah, she, I mean, Baga, first of all, well, Baga's concept wasn't really that strong to begin with. It was like, oh, she gets besieged by so many men, you drink this water and you're ugly and no one wants you. Oh, yeah, it was like the opposite <laughs> effect. Deception in a bottle. Yeah. And so Rue told her to go with her own branding. It should, it should seem or taste like a bag of chips. That's what Rue says. Yes, yes. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. Don't reinvent the wheel here. Find something. Be true to you. What, what do you do well? Put that in this challenge. Yeah, that's and that was very good advice. And so what she decided to do, bag of chips, was take her name and kind of put it into the title of her water, which yeah. was bag of chippy tea water. Yes. And um, we looked it up. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, here goes. So a chippy tea is a meal or lunch or dinner where you're having fish and chips. Yeah. A fried fish and chips extravaganza meal. So if you're having fried fish and chips, you're having a chippy tea. Yeah, it fits Baga's like vibe of always kind of like, oh, I'm the queen of the bad sausage. It's kind of like... It's like her version of Trailer Park. That's like kind yes. of what it would be. We stopped in with Cheryl. Uh-huh. And her thing has always been to do this Essex lady. Yeah. And that's the character that just she kind of reverts to every yeah. single time. Yeah. And the other girls kind of place the seed of doubt in her head. Maybe don't do that. Maybe, yeah. you know, try something new. And of course, she starts to have self-doubt. She's also just feeling like she has yet to win a challenge. So she's, she's feeling a little concerned. But she does get a boost because she finds out that this week's guest judge is... Cheryl Cole, now named just Cheryl. <laughs> So she kind of comes around because her idol is going to be in the building. Which is great. That's a great yeah. moment to have someone who you connect with so much be yeah. there. And then um, it's time to shoot the ads. Mm-hmm. Graham Norton's coaching them. First up is Blue Hydration. Oh, sorry. Blue the- Hydrange. <laughs> whose, whose drink is Blue Hydration. Thank you. And her theme is basically, are you tired of feeling so frazzled and is basically marriage equality not a thing in yeah. your country? Um, well, drink this Blue Hydration and it'll f- refresh your life because Blue Hydrange uh, brought me life. And so Blue Hydration will give you life. That's basically her commercial. In I, th- I think you just performed the whole thing. Yeah, I basically <laughs> did. That's like word you, for word. You just need to sort of like fillet a water. 
water bottle. Oh yeah, or she yeah. Was, she was like, yeah, she was getting real. That sexy. was the best part of the, her, her her shoot. I didn't notice a theme to most of these ads with glow up. Yeah, it yeah. was like, are you frumpy? Are you this? Are you that? But I mean, it's a classic trope of TV commercials, it right? It totally is. It's very I Love Lucy, Vitamin to Benjamin. Cheryl does her ad, and I I gotta say, her ad reminded me a lot of Alyssa's energy drink from All Stars, and hers was called DDG, Drop Dead Gorgeous, and Alyssa is dancing around in fast motion, mm-hmm. and Cheryl occasionally channels a lot of Alyssa Edwards with like she her. She really does, with the, obviously with the tongue pop, but e- even some other things, yeah. Yeah, her, her <laughs> look sometimes. So, yeah. I don't know if she was stealing from Alyssa Edwards, or maybe she's an homage. She, she invokes, she inv- she's Ooh. invoking Alyssa. I don't know if she successfully channels Alyssa, right. but she's calling on Alyssa. Right, right. I don't right. have a list of answering. <laughs> um, the Vivian is doing a scouser. Scouser, scouse housewife. Housewife. Yeah. Which she starts in curlers with a baby, and then she takes a swig of her water, and it also just turns into a glamorous beast. Pretty, yeah, glamorous, gorgeous lady. <laughs> Davina is saving the world. Uh-huh. She's saving the world with the uh, the elimination of not only uh, pollution from the ocean, but also desalination. And so oh. that's her thing. And entertaining us because it was really, really funny and really well thought out. And she packed a lot in. And it's a bunch of talking. This isn't a feature-length movie, doll. DDC fully endorses DDC. Always read the label. Keep away from children and salty bitches. Make us feelings of moral... Not a lot of acting and her rolling around with some plastic bottles. And that's and then they're like, cut. So that's all we really get to see revealed. But yeah. plays out really well later on. Well, in, in last week's episode, she mentions at one point that she's been a teacher from time to time. So mm. I felt like she had that organization skills. She totally like, did. It's really interesting. Interesting. The, the the theme for me, the underlying theme yeah. so far of this episode was confidence yeah. because it, the ghost of lack of self-confidence really jumped from person to person in this episode a lot. In the beginning, mm. it was with, with the Vivian and then it went to Davina and then it went to Cheryl yeah. and then it jumped to while we were shooting the commercials <gasps> yes. to Blue Hydrange. And, oh my God. And it really, the, everyone had to like, was, was shrouded in self-doubt at one point or another. And then it, well, then we'll talk about where it no, what ultimately just, went. They show the commercials, but like, Afterwards, we'll just say Baga is shaken, and then she's extremely shaken, and then she has the extreme amount of self doubt. Baga, um, enough to say that she's feeling like this is the end of her her, yeah. her time on the show. I mean, it honestly hit every single one of them. Did you grapple with the, these issues? No. I assumed that I was going home every single episode. <laughs> no one knows this. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch season nine, Untucked, I'm never in it because I'm always in the back rehearsing the songs every time <laughs> that's what i did because i couldn't sew i couldn't do the thing and i felt real i felt like i just didn't know what i was doing and so my only way to cope is just be like you have the safety net if you're prepared uh-huh. for the lip sync stage yeah. it doesn't matter how you do in the challenge yeah and so that was kind of my approach <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that and you were like a fantastic lip sync <laughs> assassin Ow. So, yeah, which and hello, it paid off. Hello, yeah. Uh, but also, you're like you're discounting yourself. You're an amazing performer. You're an amazing Thank actor. You. you know what? The I it's funny. I I, I was in the lip sync. I lip synced twice mm-hmm. in the regular season, and then obviously we all had to lip sync in yeah. the finale. And I felt like I was always be the the person lip syncing. But when I look at it, even though I had some epic 
fails and I didn't have the best compliments from the judges. I was in the top three. Yeah. Four times yeah. in a row. And so it's so interesting. I, I forgot. I didn't even realize that until I went back and watched the season yeah. again later on. I was like, wait a minute. I wasn't like constantly scuttling around the bottom. I was pretty much in the top half yeah. the time. Hello. <laughs> and I always have this indelible image of you in the lip sync to music by Madonna Uh-oh. in that material girl, <laughs> like pink dress, just like blowing the stage apart. Oh my God. So good. Because <laughs> it was all just so, so on point. That's one of my favorite, my favorite things to think about. Okay. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, runway's coming. <laughs> we'll be right back. <gasps> could it be? Yes, it could. Something's coming. Something very, very good and very draggy. I'm talking about DragCon UK and DragCon LA, both coming before you know it in 2020. Yes, the first ever DragCon UK lands at the Olympia in London on 18th and 19th of January. Meet all the UK queens there. Say hey to RuPaul and Michelle Visage, as well as legendary dolls like Monet Exchange, Trinity the Tuck, Shea Coulee, Alexis Mateo, bam! And many more being announced almost daily. Get info, tickets, and all the good jush at RuPaul'sDragCon.com. And a big, big heads up, because DragCon LA returns on May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd in 2020 in Los Angeles, and you can get discounted tickets starting on Black Friday, November 29th, all through Cyber Monday weekend. Save $50 off the VIP packages, $20 off the new ticket called the WoW Presents Plus Experience, and $10 off weekend tickets. Why well, gotta be Black Friday? Because, honey, you got to save some money. And again, for all the DragCon LA and DragCon UK details, go to RuPaul'sDragCon.com. That's RuPaul'sDragCon.com, and we will see you there. Ta-ta. Okay, we are back, and I'm joined by the stunning Peppermint. How you doing? Hey, honey, honey. I'm loving this episode. <laughs> What's different about the UK season than, like, a typical American season? Other than the obvious that there's no prizes and no cash prizes, and uh-huh. they get these badges, repeater badges, which I didn't even know what that connection was. We all have learned. Um, and now we've all learned. So that's the obvious. And then one of the things that's really interesting is, gosh, the UK, it's like... A million different accents in one room, yes. and everyone has a different slang term for something else. I have to run back. I probably rewind on the UK more than I rewind on any other. Oh, season. totally. Yeah. I'm also just looking. They'll reference like, "Oh, she looks like Peggy Mitchell's older and sister." You, and or you she's have to like, like, "Look it up." Like, who is this soap opera actress from like <laughs> EastEnders? Oh. It's an education. It's an education, which I like. Yeah. It's the same drag race. The same. It's very familiar, and we, yeah. we can follow it. But it, we're learning something about another culture, and leave it to something like Drag Race for us to take time to learn about another culture. I know, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the last several years, all I watch is like British TV. Uh huh. Whether it's like a Bake Off or Downton Abbey or like Peaky Blinders. Well, all of that is in is in RuPaul's Drag Race UK. For totally. Everybody. <laughs> I just need to. I'm ready to go to London. I'm yeah. way overdue. And if I go to London, it's going to be raining. So I got to dress up in my rainy day eleganza, Ow. which just happens to be the theme of the runway, which I do think is very cute. Yeah, it's and so it, cute, and it gives them some, somewhere to go. Yeah, you know. So first is Davina looking like the Morton Salt. <laughs> Girl. girl in her yellow rubber ducky, classic yellow raincoat. Yes. But then when she uh, reveals, she's got, of course, a very like almost dominatrix bumblebee black and yellow dress. It's very cute. Yeah. This is what Honey Davenport wears in a storm. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes out Miss Cheryl Howell. 
in a silver. This is um, one of my favorite looks on the runway. Yeah. Because I'm so attracted to silver. Hey. And it's just so beautiful. She looks like the Tin Woman. This complete head-to-toe silver metallic patent corset with a raincoat and silver boots. And not the best little shorts or shorts the that, that shorts? you can get from um, that place that closed down because the guy was um, sexually harassing all of his Oh, American Apparel. American Apparel. Like, American Apparel always so like go-go shorts. Oh my god, remember when we everyone just wore American Apparel all the time? All the time. And it was like everybody's t-shirt and underwear. Plain and t-shirt and, like, and underwear. And it was like hangover drunk clothes. Yeah, or like, it was. I didn't go home last night, so let me go grab a t-shirt. <laughs> Hey, New York, 2002. Hello. Ooh, American Apparel, $40 stained-looking T-shirt. Oh, that too. (laughs) Next up is Miss Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips. She's got a duck on her head. Yeah, she's got a bodysuit, paillettes, uh, iridescent AB paillettes with an upside-down umbrella with a duck, a rubber ducky right on top. And it is the most kooky... I mean, it, it says rain. I mean, if, one, if there's an umbrella introduced, it means rain. Actually, I, I thought, was she like a conceptual puddle? Like, you Amazing. know, because she's an upside down umbrella on her to, and her outfit is like water. She has only one duck left to give. I have no ducks given. She's got one. <laughs> she's got one. And I like later um, Cheryl, guest judge Cheryl, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Cheryl Cole, tells her she looks a bit like Aunt Sandra going to the disco. Yeah. Which and, well, I'm not mad at. And, um, and uh, Graham Norton said that she looked like Liza Minnelli. <laughs> Liza, a- Liza Minnelli working as a nurse in a psych ward. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm also very here for. Yeah, I'm so here for it. I mean, so would all those patients be, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Out next is the Vivian, who is giving us kind of all oh, kinds of like stormy weather it's drama. It's like the ring meets yes. <laughs> meets like Al Roker. <laughs> oh my god! And at some point, she's like Mother Nature herself. Big headpiece is a cloud. cloud. Her skin is blue. There's like rain from. And she's me. got tears coming down her her face. Yeah. It's it's honestly stunning. It's deep. It's moody, and it's and it's definitely my absolute favorite on the runway. The Vivian set herself apart because totally. she went to a dark and stormy rain cloud, but everyone else went to this kind of sunny, happy yeah. shower. It looked like the witch of the rain clouds, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> and the blue hydrangea was cute. Oh my gosh, she was adorable. She it was kind of giving like rain clown, not yes. rain cloud. Yes. Okay, if I never see this iridescent again, I it might be too soon. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh-huh. Um, but she's head to toe iridescent, which looks absolutely beautiful. She's glittering yeah. and sparkling and shining. And her makeup and her hair match, which is yeah. basically pink and blue and kind of iridescent green. But her makeup, the rain connection are her pom pom earrings, uh-huh. which look like the pom poms that would be on the end of a bicycle in the 80s, if you remember. <gasps> Remember? Yes. On the handlebars. Yeah, on the handlebars. And she had her like eyes and her lipstick were melting as if they were oozing off her face. It was very it was well. Like, it was well done. Like candy in the rain. Rainy candy clown. And I did like when she says splish splash bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of swish swish, swish bitch. Swish, swish, yeah. Splish splash bitch. She's adorable. So We've talked about the commercials. We've talked about the runway. Spoiler alert. The winner okay. for the commercial on the runway this week is... The Vivian with her Scowl's Housewife. Yeah. But I wanted to, I just want to say oh, yeah, that yeah, the Vivian was absolutely, hands down, the clear winner yeah. for the commercial in the runway challenge, I think, because she was a yes on the runway and a yes in her, her commercial. I like it. But I do want to say that Davina had a great commercial. Her <laughs> runway, I wasn't really kind of... Uh, 
Yeah, I think like if Davina had a stronger runway, she would have been more of a contender oh, she, to win. Oh my god, if she had a, a slightly stronger runway. Yeah. The thing that I don't like about Davina, there was parts of the de- details in the outfit that you could kind of see that the collar, you can see kind of where it's attached. It certainly wasn't as well thought out as someone like a Vivian or even Blue's yeah. costume. It looked like, oh, I have this yellow plasticky. Let me put something around it to make, make it, it a rainy day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. clearly something like the Vivians or even like blues yeah. was like, this is meant they for this. Made it, they made it for this. Yeah. I also have a feeling that Baga mm-hmm. like has a million different, of course, little sequin pantsuits that she can just throw any. Oh, this week's challenge is rain. I'm going to put a raincoat on. Oh my gosh. Of course she does. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, her James Bond look when it was a laser Manelli, which was genius as a name. Hysterical. But it wasn't wasn't Bond girl. No, it wasn't Bond girl. I mean, she still won because she sold it and made a story about it and boom, it worked. She just has like hundreds, hundreds Uh, hundreds of these uh, pantsuits. Your Nana goes to a fancy party. (laughs) A knee length coat. Bag is really worried. She's in the bottom. She doesn't a lip sync song. She's like, just counting yourself out already and makes everybody else mad. They're like, what are you doing? You've won three times. You are not like giving in. That's where her head was. And it's, it, if she could have, if Rue had walked in and said, does anyone want to go home? I would have believed that that Baga would have been like, you know what? I'll go. I know. And I'm- I think that's when you get down to a group like that or even a larger group. But when you get down to a group like that, it can, it actually deflates the entire morale of everyone in the room when one person is kind of falling on the sword or right. sacrificing themselves. We went through this every single week with Nina Bonina Brown. Oh, right. We were trying to uplift her and that really made it difficult. So it was it was not a good feeling to yeah. try to breathe life into someone who you knew you had to bring with you as far as you could. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well Turns out Miss Baga doesn't have the lip sync. She gagged right on the runway. Yeah. Rue was like, Baga, you're great. Go to the back. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's got a great track record. Mm-hmm. Her commercial was was fine. And she's probably the funniest queen in this cast. And blue in the bottom for her ad made sense. Mm-hmm. Cheryl in the bottom made sense. Cheryl and blue end up lip syncing for their life. The song is called My Name by Cheryl. Yes. Cheryl Hull's Idol. So then what happened? So before the lip sync, I do want to point out Cheryl Hole has a really nice moment to connect with Cheryl, the artist who used to be in the group, the popular British group Girls Aloud. They broke up and Cheryl Hole was devastated by that. She told us whole story about how she's always been inspired by Girls Aloud and especially Cheryl Hole. So she had the opportunity to express that to her, which I think meant the world to Cheryl. Yeah, because if your idol suddenly shows up in front of you on the drag race, judges panel uh-huh. you want to at least have a little back and forth yeah. you don't be you want to be like oh i love you and she's like Meh. yeah could you imagine <laughs> i'll tell you like gaga was on our show obviously <gasps> yes. and that was the first time i'd ever seen the judge the celebrity judge persona worked into the challenge we oh. had to dress like gaga for yes. gaga for the first episode right. and so she was judging us and it was like oh my god is she gonna send us home like who is she gonna send home obviously that's not what happened yeah, at yeah, all yeah but gaga took the time to really connect with each of us and it, and it gave us all like the fuel that we needed to go really she spent far. like hours and untucked yeah she's, yeah <laughs> she, she even gave us notes on our on our outfits and talked to us and inspired us yeah she came back and gave everyone notes on Every individual one of you notes on your performance. Here's yeah. like two things. And she gave us about. criticism yes. and she gave us um, encouragement she on different so things. In it. it was so good. Very invested. Okay. So the girls lip sync. Excellent energy from both of them right out of the gate. Obviously, Cheryl was really energized and, and engaged and committed. 
And Blue was, you know, really cute and bubbly and feisty and also had a lot. She was like very peppy. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I noticed right away is that like Blue's, this is this is the thing that sucks because you do have some time to go back in when you're in, in Untucked and you're and you're preparing to go to the lip sync. You have time to get out that extra bobby pin, uh-huh. get that extra glue, get your shoes together, tighten that belt, yeah. adjust something. And so I think Blue didn't take the extra moment to pin down her hair, uh, her ponytails, which is fine. It's cute that they came out. Maybe she wanted them to. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that I noticed. But I think Cheryl and Blue, they were just really, really, it was neck and neck for a while. It sucked to see Blue's ponytails coming out of her head. I know. (laughs) She's Because it feels like a little bit of a, oh, like you're coming apart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... Song ends. Cheryl has like done a drop or two here mm-hmm. and there. And Rue says, Cheryl, Shante, you stay. And Blue Hydrange, please sashay away. I'm not totally surprised. I'm not totally surprised. Cheryl has yet to win a challenge. Uh-huh. Blue at least was a co-winner in the girl group challenge. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've known the whole season that like Bag is strong, Vivian's strong, Davina's strong. Well, you know what? I think Cheryl is even, re- uh, th- that's true. And I've known as a viewer, I don't know if she knows it, but I know as a viewer that Cheryl was strong. And she's grown the whole time, too. She's gotten more funny and we've seen more yeah, goofiness she, I think she's just her. opened up more. Yeah. And the difference is clearly Blue, self-admittedly, was extremely green yeah. coming into this situation. True. And, and so anything that she did, any win that she did would have been like kind of an unexpected blessing. Yeah. Whereas Cheryl has some skills and some experience, but I think she was just had a, she obviously had a lot of self-doubt. Well, I'm glad she made it through with mm-hmm. her idol in Yay! front of her. And, and we'll- now she's got that badge. No, she doesn't get it. She still didn't win. You don't get a badge. Oh, you don't no, get my a- God. She doesn't have a badge. You're right. <laughs> she still ain't got no badge. I still don't know how the badges work. She get a badge next week. Uh, earlier, I-, I was thinking like, okay, so now does this mean... What if for like all stars, you can bring like, you know, suddenly like a UK queen walks into the workroom for like all stars. Can we have cross intercontinental oh, all stars? Intercontinental all stars. Next all stars has like a queen from Thailand. That would honestly uh, amazing. That's what they. That's what we all want. We're just putting it out there. Oh my god, we want to see a Thailand queen compete with these other bitches. Hello, it'd be so good. It should be oh, setting so herself so on fair. fire. She'd have to have an interpreter <laughs> over there. Well, some of them speak English. Some of them speak, most, of, most of them speak English. Yeah, yeah. It'd be major. Oh, my God. Peppermint, where can we see you next? Oh, my gosh. Well, you can see me on CBS. Season two of God Friended Me. Mm-hmm. I have a couple more episodes left. Episode seven, which I think airs this week or next week. Check it out. God Friended Me. I play a transgender pastor at an LGBT-friendly church. Can I get an amen? Amen! <laughs> which is already bringing me back to season nine, Sister Mary. Holy mother of gay. People can also check me out. There's a new Fox uh, series called Deputy, where I play a transgender prostitute. And uh, that comes out, that premieres in January. Maybe maybe you can like, we'll find out that the minister and the prostitute are related and Uh you can like cross, cross, (laughs) crossover series. Or they switch places. They switch places, like and, and, the, and, the, and the prostitute is in the church, given okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for joining us today to talk about these watery commercials, <laughs> this deliciously wet runway, dripping wet, soaking, sopping. I loved sopping it up. Which of the waters that the queens are selling would you buy? Whose water? Uh, I think I would probably buy DDC because it, it was the only one that didn't taste like something funny in it. <laughs> you <Right>. know? 
Something tastes like they had fish in it. And fish in it. The glitter in it. Vivian had vaginal something. something I'm, vaginal. I'm not yeah. opposed to, but I'm just not sure what it is. Yeah, I just didn't want all that. Uh, <laughs> you know, DDC was like the cleanest water. Yeah. Okay, Davina, send us a case. Send us one. Thank you, hon. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Season 9 superstar, Broadway star, and just all-around beam of light, Miss Peppermint, for breathing some cool sass into this podcast. Follow her on Insta, at Peppermint247, Peppermint247, and look for her on your TV and on a stage near you. Keeping things natural, we're going to move from fresh mint to a bloomin' queen whose talent, charm, and makeup blossomed in front of us all this UK season. And she's the gal we had to say goodbye to this week. Yes, after a quick break, it's our kitty girl catch-up interview with our latest eliminated queen, and she's a true blue delight. Right after this. Can you feel the Hi, kittens. Have you been enjoying the season of RuPaul's Drag Race UK? Have you been watching VOW Presents Plus? Well, while you're there, be sure to dig into lots of other good dragony content coming from some of your favorite queens and the folks at World of Wonder. Asia O'Hara and Cameron Michaels are putting the drag into DIY on their series, Can't Do Queens, in which they show that queens can actually do anything they put their minds and their perfectly buffed nails to. Building furniture, getting Christmas crafty, wrestling, even figuring out an escape room. Yes, they can. You can also watch Drag Race Thailand and get ready for the un-holiday special coming your way. And drag seamstress extraordinaire Yua Hamasaki shows you how to sew anything in her series, So What?, Stitch, stitch, bitch. So, get the ish on how to watch at wowpresentsplus.com. That's wowpresentsplus.com. Or get the app on your mobile device, all for just a few tuppence a month. Get on the Plus Bus. Okay, come through, Wow Presents goodness. Now, let's get into the goodness of this week's Kitty Girl Catch-Up and our chat with a sparkly, insanely talented queen, surely one of the finest makeup artists that Drag Race has ever seen, Belfast, Northern Ireland's very sweet and sometimes sassily shady Blue Hydrangea. Yes, Miss Blue's bottled water commercial did not float the judge's boat, but we are still besotted with her. So we called her up to get a splash more. And here she is. Hello? Oh my goodness, is this Blue Hydrangea? Yes, it is. What's the crack? <laughs> oh, girl, you don't even want to know. I don't know. What, what, what is the crack? Um, not much. I'm just sitting on my uh, bedroom floor chatting to you. Oh, where are you? Are you in Belfast? Yeah, all the way from sunny Belfast. That's a lie. It's not sunny at all. It's what like the you, least sunny place. What are you wearing? <laughs> Nothing. No, I'm wearing a fabulous <laughs> floor-length gown, a massive wig, and full beat. Oh, my God. Well, you, you know, I, I would expect nothing less from, like, the makeup queen. Hello. <laughs> yep, full glitter, rhinestone lip, everything, you know. Are you hydrated? Well, I've actually gone off water since the episode, so um, <laughs> I'm taking a water strike. There's a drought in the hydrangea household at the moment. Aw. Just don't wilt. No wilting, please. I have to ask, are you oh. married yet? Um. Not yet. I, I did put up a tweet saying that I may be getting married, but I'm still accepting nudes. But I am totally not engaged yet. On the way, hopefully. I want to get engaged in Disneyland. I assume that that will happen at some point. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Wait, but did people at least still send nudes? 
Of course they did. My DMs are overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you dirty Mary Berry. It's one of the perks. We all love a good cream horn. <laughs> oh, Mary. So who is your boyfriend? Who's the, who, who's the guy? I oh, saw a picture, but... Oh, yeah. My partner is Johnson. He's lovely, tall, dark, and handsome. And he is a writer from Belfast. And he is so sweet. He helped me get into drag. Um, although it wasn't his thing at first, now he's completely obsessed. And he's always part of the creative process for me. Oh, oh, I love that. So you want to get engaged at Disneyland. Like, where at Disneyland where, where is the question going to get popped? Hopefully on a big ride, because I know if he gets married to me, it's going to be the ride of his life. (laughs) Well, I hope he's ready for when the Frog Destroyers are going to be wrapping the UK at Eurovision. He is obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, do you know what this means? Marine and the Diamonds don't even have a top 10 or something. That's what he said anyway. Ah, I know. It's it's, it's so major. (laughs) The, The damn song, I cannot get it out of my head. So well done. It's fabulous. I mean, I know that this is like what it feels like to win a challenge on Drag Race. People actually treat you so differently. <laughs> she won something. Yay. Okay. So what <laughs> I, I want to ask, you had some like gorgeous, amazing looks this season. What was your favorite of, of all of your looks on the show? Oh, thank you so much. The best reaction I got was to the eyeball. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think my personal favorite was my little homage to Belfast. Yeah. The first episode. Yeah, because one thing that I wanted to go in and do is represent Belfast, and it was so nice to get that opportunity, like, straight out of the gate. Like, if I hadn't went home then, at least they would have done something that I wanted to do on the show. Well, you mentioned that, like, your dad and yeah. your granddad both were birth on, like, worked on the docks or worked in shipping? Yeah, they worked on that exact, the exact cranes, um, Harlan the Wolves. Now, and, and as your dad or your granddad or your family, are they big fans of Blue Hydrangea? They are now, oh my goodness. Unfortunately and sadly, my nanny passed away recently, but Aww. one of the last weeks she was alive, she got to see me talking about my granddad and my dad on TV, and she was so proud of me. Oh my God, I love that. What was her name? Her name was Helen. <laughs> oh, Helen. That's so cool. She got, she got to live through that. <laughs> and experience me representing for my grandparents on, on national television, which is really cool. Somewhere she is listening to the Frock Destroyers, so... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Are you going to stay in Belfast? Like, what's next for you? I'm going to do the whole, like, touring gig, yeah. yeah. I think having a base in Belfast will be quite nice because the houses aren't that expensive over here. And, like, bitch, I want, like, the biggest house. <laughs> I want, like, the nicest garden. <laughs> yeah, I want, like... A luxurious lifestyle, and I think I can have that in Belfast. So I'll keep it as a base, travel from there. I want to ask, how did you start doing makeup? I used to sit in my bathroom and practice drag with a Sharpie, uh, which is so grim. Please do not do that. The only person that can get away with that is Silky Not Megan Ash, right? (laughs) From then, I like dabbled in makeup, and uh, my partner put me up for a makeup course without me uh, knowing, and I got in, and... Spent the year learning the craft, and then that obviously led to drag. I used to work for MAC Cosmetics. Oh, yeah. I put little, like, blush on old ladies and all these people who want to come in just to get their makeup done, and then they won't buy anything, do you know? <laughs> that's me. Well, uh, but I feel like that's that's how a lot of the girls got into it. I think Raven, Trixie, Tatiana, they all worked at, at MAC and stuff. So yeah. it, was, it was definitely very helpful. Right. Well, you know, RuPaul's yeah. first big, you know, corporate sponsor gig was she was a Viva Glam spokesmodel, the first one ever. So it all fits. Viva- so what did you learn from your experience on the show? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm a completely different drag queen now. <laughs> I feel a lot more confident. 
I, I've learned a lot about putting shows together. Being in a room with 10 other queens who have been at it for years and years, you learn a lot. Davina showed me where to get the best tights. <laughs> Vivian showed me how to be funny on a mic. Baga just showed me not to give a single flying F word and just be you and 100% yourself and not worry about what the world's going to think. From then, I've just come out of my shell so much. Does that explain why you're so totally shady? <laughs> oh, well, absolutely. I think that's just a Northern Irish thing. Like, Northern Irish people are just shady, you know? <laughs> They're the loveliest people, but they'll rip you to shreds. What is your showbiz, like, dream goal? I want to have a makeup line, which yeah. I know a lot of the girls are doing at the moment, but, like, that is, like, so up my street. I want to be a makeup influencer. I want to do the whole YouTube. I want people to come to me uh, and flock to view me on their phones, on the on the internet, you know? Big blue eyeballs for for everyone. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a total delight. It's been so much fun watching you all season, and I'm sorry to see you go, but I'm just so thrilled. I'm so excited for, like, your oh. life ahead of you. It's going to be so fun. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute blast. I look back on it with total thankfulness and, like, love. Have you heard from Mary Berry or anyone, like, near her? I hope I never do, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, yeah. thank you so much. I'll let you go. We're going to see so much more of you. I'm sure we'll see you at DragCon UK. Yes. Of course you will. You'll see me at my little booth. Thank you. Have a great day. Um, and thanks for letting me on the podcast. Oh, of course. Thank you for doing it. Thank you. Bless. Take care, hon. Bye. Bye. Oh, blue hoo. I miss her already. But trust, we're going to be seeing lots more of her all across the drag universe. Thank you all for listening this week. And reminder, there are only two episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race UK left. Who's going to make it all the way? Who's going to get her hands on the crown jewels? Ow. Keep watching via WoW Presents Plus to find out. And please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And now to scooch us out of here this week, I'm digging deep in the Rue Music Vaults for something appropriately sweet for our girls Peppermint and Blue Hydrangea. From the 2015 Cover Girls 2 album, it's Sweet Candy of Mine featuring the stylings of Candy Ho. Hey, Miss Ho. Have a great week, kitty cats. Bye.